Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Monday, September 26th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Thanks for taking the time. We're going to start with Les Bowen and then Chris Franklin. Hello, Nick. Hey, Les. Um, I was really struck yesterday by, you know, the start wasn't great. The first couple series, I think Jalen was one for five for five yards. And then things really clicked into gear. What was different with him? What sort of adjustments did you make? Uh, did you have to talk to him at all? It looked like they were really uh, kind of pushing him out of his comfort zone a little on those first couple series, and then they weren't. You know, that's a good defense. I got a lot of respect for that defense, especially there in the interior of the line with with Payne and uh, with Allen and Sweat. Um, and so, you know, they – they were they were they did a good job of you know stopping us early and then I think what really got us going, um, you know, was the deep ball to to Devonte right. Then they were kind of squatting on some things and we went deep and um, that that got us going and then um, after that you know we got three on that drive and then after that the defense got a huge huge uh, turnover there. Um, with with Brandon Graham strip and, and Javon recovery and then uh, really good execution on that screen pass and I think sometimes it just takes you know sometimes it just takes to see the ball go through the hoop right you know they, you know you get um, you're you're not going the way you want it to go right away but then you get an easy an easy touch there for Dallas and and the offensive line Jason Kelsey and uh, um, Isaac do an unbelievable job on that screen uh, to get them in the end zone, and I think it just started going from there. So, first of all, credit to their defense. Secondly, uh, credit to our defense to, to to get that big turnover and Devonte and Devonte and Jalen making a huge play, um, and then uh, you know getting that that touch um, for the touchdown was big. Thank you. We'll go Chris Franklin and then Zach Berman. Hey, afternoon, Nick. The offensive side having some success against the zone coverages this year. Why is that the case? And what do you think? The, why do you think the receivers are having success against that coverage? Uh, well, I think we just have really good receivers. I think that's that's one big thing. Is that you know Jalen's playing at a high level. Our receivers, you know, are are outstanding players with Devonte and AJ and and Quez's speed out there and Dallas being a mismatch in there and you know you, you can't you can't devote all your attention and zone to to one guy you got, they got to play their zones and and Jalen's doing a good job of uh, finding finding the guys um, we talk a lot about route discipline uh, and what that means is when the zone cover when a zone coverage comes when it's man you got to beat the man you know it's me versus you uh, I got to win this win this play when it's zone, it's about the quarterback making the right decision with the football um, on time, and it's about the receivers and the tight ends and the running backs being where they're supposed to be uh, within that zone. You know, so if you're supposed to be on the inside edge of the numbers, you got to be on the inside edge of the numbers. Um, and then obviously everything starts with the protection, um, and we're getting great protection obviously from our offensive line. Um, can't say enough about the offensive line of how good how, how good of an offensive line we have. Um, and you win games up front. There, I've, uh, I'll always. I don't care what level you, what what level it is. Uh, my son's team. He's he's seven, and he played. He's playing tackle football this year, and and they won this weekend is because they got good O line, D line play. Thank you. 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 Thank
We'll go Zach Berman and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, good afternoon, Nick. Uh, two personnel questions. Um, Devontae Smith, what prompted you to put him back there on the punt return? And then also what made this the week that Calcaterra was uh, ready to play? You know, uh, Grant has just been continually getting better. Um, you know, he, he missed some time, as we all know, during training camp. And and it took him a little bit of time to get up to speed, right, with all the time that he missed. And, and we, you know, we've always had – uh, a lot of faith in him in the passing game. We wanted to we wanted to make sure we caught him up in the run game, and I think he did a nice job there. And I've obviously had that big forty yard gain that to start off the second half. Um, as far as Devontae goes, you know we've been talking about that. You know how many different times can we get the football in Devontae's hands? Um, he's really short handed back there. He was really in. You know he was really good at uh, returning punts at, at Alabama the times that he did do it, and we have faith in him based off of our practice reps that you know he can go back there and do it. Um, we wanted a little. We wanted a little spark. Um, we threw him back there, and I, and I actually and I think Britton did a good job too. I know he put the one on the ground, but. Um, you know, I think he did a good job too. And so it wasn't a, a slight by any means on Britain. We just wanted to get the ball in Devontae's hands um, when they were backed up. And uh, he did a nice job getting some yardage off of that. And uh, again, how do we get our guys that, that can make plays the ball in their hands? And we thought that was the opportunity uh, to do that with Devontae. As a quick follow-up, could that grow into a bigger role for Devontae or is it a, a spot thing here and there? Uh, we'll see. Um, we'll see how that goes, and uh, you know whether that what that turns into. Um, you know, as of right now, is a spot thing, but who, who knows? We'll see. What, we'll see how that goes, and uh, and we'll continue to see how the season goes, and and we'll see what, what happens there. Dave, and then Jeff McLean. Hey Nick, we we've seen such a big jump in Jalen's play through these first uh, three weeks. What's the biggest reason for it? And is there anything he's done so far that surprised you? Um, you know, I, again, I don't think we've seen uh, Jalen's ceiling. I know we haven't seen Jalen's ceiling. He just continues to get better. So I think it's just the progression that, that Jalen Hurts makes as a player. Um, and, and why is that, right? And you know, you guys know what I'm going to say, right? He's tough. He loves football. Uh, he, and those are those are major things that are going to help a guy reach their ceiling. And so um, I just think you've seen tremendous progression from him um, because he works at it and he and he loves it and uh, and he doesn't make the same mistake twice. And and so he's doing a great job uh, right now. We got to continue that. And, uh, you know, we're working like crazy to continue to help him put him in good positions to make plays and. And Jalen's seeing the field really well right now where he can, you know, if we even if we don't put him in a position to make a play, he can get us to, to the right play. Um, and he's got that and he's got uh, he's done some nice things there as far as his checks, too. Jeff and then Tim McManus. Nick, what are, what are your teaching points for throwing the jump ball and for catching it? Yeah, you get good players that can go execute it. Um, the. Devonte, you know, we do the one thing we do as a as a staff is we try to put him in positions with catching the football that you don't get on a typical basis. So, for instance, you don't get a lot of low balls right out at practice. So we simulate that with our drill work where we're going to throw him 10 low balls in a row. You don't get a lot of behind balls at times at practice, so you try to simulate that. You don't get a lot of traffic catches at, at practice, so we try to simulate that different ways, whether we put a towel around their arm and we yank at it when he catches it, whether we put we, – we also have a thing where we slap down on his hands when he catches it. Um, 
And I mean, there's there's a variety of different things. You don't get a ton of sideline catches, um, you know, out there. So you you simulate that in what we call our catch circuit. Um, and so we're trying like crazy to put them in position. So it's not the first time they make that catch is um, uh, on Sunday. Because if you think you're going to go out and make a catch on Sunday that you haven't practiced, that might be a little unrealistic. But at the end of the day, man, uh, I mean, we could have done those drills with them till we were blue in the face or not done them all. But Devontae's probably going to make that play because Devontae's a heck of a football player and Jalen put the ball where it needed to be. Um, and Devontae went up and got it, and that was that was super impressive and uh, an outstanding play. I think one thing you see about Devontae is that, you know, he's going to catch the ball, right? He, he has the he has the he's really outstanding and uh, of just catching the football in different body positions, right? Whether it's the over the shoulder catch that he made um, th- that kind of got us started. Um, or you know the post that he caught in the in the middle of the field at the end of the at the end of the first half in traffic, or it was the jump ball type play that he made to score the touchdown. He he just does a phenomenal job of making those different types of catches because of the hands that he had. And he's probably and and Devontae's played catch a ton throughout his life, where he's made all these catches a millions of millions of times. Tim and then Bo Wolf. Hey Nick, I saw that you uh, you. You showed the team a video of, of Kobe uh, leading into the Olympic Games, saying that he was going to, you know, put a shoulder into the chest of Paul Gasol in that that first one. Um, I'm guessing that's not coincidental that you rolled that out the uh, the game that they faced off against once. Well, well, it's interesting. Well, what the message of the week last week? I think you guys asked me this last week was uh, the the to compete. You know, compete, compete, compete. Uh, we actually started last week's video of of Slay talking about Justin Jefferson in the top 100 where he's like, I'm watching your film. I'm ready to compete. Right. And then the whole message was like, okay, how do we compete our butts off this week? And, and I had a very specific story I wanted to tell, um, on Saturday night. And, and I did tell that story. Um, but on the bus ride up to, to Washington, I, you know, I'm just, I'm watching college football and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sorting through my phone and uh, that video pops up, and I'm like, man, this is like the perfect video for tonight to, to add to it. It was a two-minute clip, but it was a perfect video to add to the story that I was telling there, and it did fit pretty well, right, of like, Paul Gasol's my brother, Paul Gasol's my teammate, Paul Gasol, I love him, but I'm running through that, that guy's chest, right, and uh, it was a cool video, um, and I think that, you know, that's that was our – it fit really well this weekend. Uh, to say that we're the, we're the ultimate competitors and shoot, you don't just get a guy to be an ultimate ultimate competitor. We're the prerequisite of getting on this football team was to be an ultimate competitor, and so those guys had it in them, have it in them, and I was just reminding them of it. And uh, then someone made it clear to me that the score ended up twenty four to eight, uh, which I thought was pretty cool, even though we wanted to score a lot more points than that, and we wanted them to score no- nothing. But uh, you know, we'll take that. Bo and then John McMullen. Hey, Nick, uh, two specific uh, game questions for you. Um, the first one, you, you said yesterday that at the end of the first half, you, you weren't going to settle for three. You wanted to get seven. Was that because you were on the one-yard line, or was that your idea going into that drive? And then also, why did you go for it on, on fourth down at the end of the game to, to close it out? 
Uh, as far as the, you know, as that, that's going to play a little different each week, Bo, as far as the end of the half. Um, in that particular case, we, we decided that, you know, forget where the ball, you know, forget where the ball is and everything like that. In that particular case, we, we were going for it. We wanted to, uh, we wanted to go for it right there and our, and our players executed, uh, really well. Um, as far as the end of the game, um, you know, just wanted to end with our ball in our hands, um. You know, we, we had three runs there, got us to fourth and three, and I felt really confident in the play that, that Shane called and what, what we had talked about calling right there, that we were going to get the game, get the uh, ball, end it. You know, A.J. was going to get the first, and we were going to take knee and end, end the game right there. Our defense had been on the field a long time in the second half, and I thought that um, that was the right decision, and good job by the players to execute that decision, and uh, uh, good job by the players to execute throughout the game. Thank you. Thank you. John and then E.J. Smith. Hey, Nick. Uh, kind of uh, interesting uh, week coming up. Doug Peterson returning to Lincoln Financial Field. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. And if Frank's going to answer uh, either text message first this week. Well, Frank better answer my text message first since they're in the division together. Uh, so... And I, I can't tell Frank who to root for or who he needs to like better out of uh, out of Doug and I. I think he's got a good relationship with both of us, but I know I know Frank's the ultimate competitor, and I, I imagine he'll be rooting for the the AFC South team to lose. Um, so we got good mojo on that. Um, as far as you know, Doug, I got a ton of respect for him. I don't know him personally. I've I've talked to him a couple times, but I only know him through what I you know. Obviously, the people in this building, and then through Frank, and I've heard nothing but phenomenal things and uh, I think he's a great football coach obviously he brought this city um, a, a world championship and and so so much respect for him I, I know that I'm, I'm pretty far into my my Jacksonville preparation right now and you can just tell um, that they're well coached and 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 it doesn't surprise me at all because I know how good of a coach uh, coach Peterson is so um, you know, we'll, we'll have to. We're gonna we're gonna be working like crazy, put our guys in in good position, and I know he will be doing the same there. And you know, not only do I have a lot of respect for for Coach Peterson as a football coach, I know a lot of the guys over there on that staff as well. Um, a handful of those guys on the staff as well that I think are really phenomenal coaches with Jim Bob, uh, with Mike McCoy, with Press. Um, you know, so there's there's some guys I know they they got some good coaches over there, and I think their defense is doing a really nice job as well. And I've heard nothing but good things about the the defensive coordinator over there too. We have time for two more. So we'll go EJ Smith and then Rube. Hey Nick, uh, how's it going? Any of the uh, guys who maybe missed time uh, yesterday, particularly Landon, who didn't finish the game. Uh, did anybody suffer anything like that's uh, significant here? Um, you know, we, we, uh, we expect them to, to be good going into this week. I mean, we'll let you guys know as we continue on here, uh, but nothing structurally that that is highly concerning to us about these guys, uh, you know, so, but we'll, we'll keep our eye on them and, and see what the plan is for Wednesday at practice. And, and we'll see how that goes. Last one here from Rube. Hey, Nick, uh, I wanted to ask you about what you've seen from Fletch and BG, your two oldest guys uh, on defense. And I guess two-part question, how much, you know, they're both playing fewer snaps than they've ever played before, and their production has been uh, terrific. How, how much does limiting their snaps and the depth you have up front uh, help them? I think you said it right there, right, um, is that when you – it's hard to limit their snaps 
when you don't feel comfortable with the guys behind them, right? But, you know, knowing that that's still good for them, that their their snaps are limited a little bit. Uh, but it's hard when you don't have faith in those guys and, you know, they, they're not playing a good level. But we obviously have major faith in the guys that are backing up uh, Fletch and BG, um, that they're going to do a nice job and come in and give great reps when they're out. And so to be able to have that ro- that depth at the defensive line, can't say enough for uh, how Howie is, has built this team uh, on the offense and defensive line. I mean, it, it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable that the the depth that we have, the amount of good players that we have there, and and so of course it keeps them fresh and it keeps the guys fresh, and you're able to you're able to pin your ears back and and get after the quarterback uh, in those past uh, past situations uh, when you have when you're when you are fresh. And I just can't say enough about those two those two guys on the defensive side with 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 both. Fletch and uh, and BG of the all the everything that they bring to the table, not just when they're on the field rushing the passer, but in the run game and you know whether it's BG crushing the edge on a run game or it's Fletch, um, you know eating up a double team and, and pushing the, the the guard back into the into the running back on on that or or also you know how they are in the locker room like these guys are. They know what it. They know what it takes to get to the top of the mountain. They've done it, right? They've done it. They've they've walked to the top of the mountain. They've 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 had the long journey to the top of the mountain and planted that Eagles flag on top of the mountain, and won a world championship. So they know what it takes to do that. And so and you, and you can see the, you can see how much it means to them that they have that C on their chest, right? That they have that captain on their chest. Whether it's BG's constant energy of of you know just. Uh, how happy he is to be there every day and he doesn't take a day for granted um and he and he works like crazy every single day he worked like crazy to get back from his injury or whether it's Fletch who has a guy behind him that we drafted in the first round and he's working he's working his butt off to help this guy develop to help Jordan Davis develop like that's a that that's special like I don't, I don't there's not a lot of teams in the league. I, we've heard guys say before, it's like, uh, not my job to 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 make sure that this guy's good. But in Fletch's, Fletch's mind and in Jason Kelsey's mind, it is their job. And they are doing everything they can to help these guys because they know, right, at the end of the day, you got me going now a little bit, Ruben, but they know at the end of the day it's that what we talked about, I am because we are, right? It'd never be threatened by the – never be threatened by somebody else's goodness, right? Understand that when somebody in your position or your team is playing at a high level, it's going to be good for you also. That's a team. That's And you don't get that in a team unless you have captains like we have. And, and man, this, this team's special because of that. This team has special captains and special leadership. Um, and, man, I'm really, I'm really happy about that because, you know, that's, that's, that's hard to find. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.